We now interrupt Fat Guys Talking with Fat Guys Talking. Yay. <laughs> How is everybody? Happy uh, Techies Tuesday. It's Tuesday? It, it is. is. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy, uh, happy. See you next Tuesday. Um, we are uh, live at the MVP Arena here in the Empire offices. Of course, Techies Tuesday. Make sure you check us out on the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. It's your best way back to normal and to see us. So, not normal. Um, but uh, tefirewater.com and you know, look, we're here to help. A lot of, a lot of crazy rainstorms yesterday. We got some calls. We took care of some people. We helped right. some people. We helped some people. Techies, Fire and Water Restoration, Facebook page, Godzilla Media, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. If you're listening on the audio side, remember, hit that auto download in the top right corner. Leave a review, a comment, share the link, all that good stuff. It is game week. We're back for the Empire. Oh, yeah. Pop, uh, yeah. You only got two hours. Was- <laughs> all right. Now you got five. Don't use up all your O's at once. Don't do it. Fair uh, yeah, yeah, we uh, we're we're ticking down ever so uh, ever so quickly to this Saturday when we will uh, will host the Jacksonville Sharks. We we played them in Jacksonville week two. Sam Castronova's first game at starter, or as I like to call him, Sammy Supernova. He doesn't love that, uh, which makes it more fun for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so we're ready and uh, we're fired up. We're excited. No coach is ex- is excited. We just he stopped in here a second ago to you're gonna you're gonna talk to him in your pregame show that I'm not a part of. You are a part of the pregame. I know, but it's not my show. It's like whatever. I don't. You just sound weird. You sound like farther away. I feel like I sound Uh, okay in my headphones. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Uh, you will be a part of the pregame show, three thirty to five. Thank you for making time for me on Saturday, four thirty to five thirty. That's when Coach will be scheduled to join us. Sam Castronova as well, scheduled to be a part of the pregame show as well. All coming up (laughs) on Saturday, and Ryan McCarthy as well. The beat covering photos, all the great coverage he does for the social media side of it as well from no credentials required yeah, don't embarrass me i had to tell, i had to tell coach you were going to be okay without me around okay so don't the interview me. yeah don't tomorrow. embarrass me because <laughs> okay. you're because you're taping it tomorrow and yes. then and then we're going to air it you know you're going to air it as part of your big pregame extravaganza that i'm not part of um this way it sucks i don't feel bad at all <laughs> yeah yeah we um we did some stuff so when we were actually jacksonville and, and orlando both did these like these video features they did right so it's pretty cool because you think about it, there's always something going on in the field but it's not always the right time to run out and like who wants some t-shirts <laughs> but you know you want to make sure there's something going on for everybody to enjoy so uh i will tell you that right now some of those things could very well be one-on-one interviews with me and the reigning and defending offensive player of the year darius prince and one of them could be with sammy supernova castronova wait a second wait a second wait a second hang on yes i'm getting a little confused here just a little it is game week. Getting? I think what you just told me is that I went and interviewed those guys, and they, that could be on the uh, old jumbotron during the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay, yeah. okay. And we're gonna be at Raider Fest uh, Saturday morning. A little what South County love. I would have gone with you. I had no you still idea. Go. You still go? I'm a little busy Saturday now. You just said you. you what else? What are you doing at 10 a.m. on a Saturday? I got a kid's birthday party. Yeah, I got to go crap. to a kid's birthday party. We're gonna give out free tickets at Raider Fest. That's your alma mater. Yeah, Mike you and I both. Mike Corda. Yep. D. Scott will be there. He'll yeah, be there as well, well. Not everybody's perfect. Um, <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna make uh, Matt Woods, even though he's a shaker kid, boo hiss. Uh, we're gonna make him come and help too. That's a great event. Next yeah. year, hopefully, we'll figure out a way which you and I can be back because we've done it's it. Pretty before. easy. You just show up. Yeah, but are they doing? Do the we chi- do it? Are they, yeah, I, I we did chili. We did the chili fest. Oh, that was like Raider fest. I thought that was Friday, and then the next day was the start. I don't remember. Anyways, I, I, uh, that was very little I remember from that school. So back to game week. So you're saying during the in-game promotions, we're going to see more interviews with players, personalities, and stuff. Originally, what I thought you meant was during the game, you were going to run over and start interviewing them, like while <laughs> yeah, the action was going. My on. in-game interviews go so well, right, coach? <laughs> right, coach? 
uh, no, it's just, just something we want to do. We, you know, grab the guys, trying to just find some fun, cool stuff going on for everybody. That's what we're trying to do around here. That's a fun, cool stuff. I like it. Uh, you mentioned as well, the Jacksonville is the opponent this weekend. Yes. Would you have preferred another team this weekend? And not in the sense of that Jacksonville's good or bad or having success or lack. <laughs> no, of Jacksonville smells. We don't want them here. No. What the, do you mean? The turnaround of playing that team twice in a, what, a month span. Does that mean anything? Is that just a, the broadcast me thinking of you'd like to have more separation between those games i think i think what you're i I think where you're making your mistake is no one should want to play us ever so to play us in such a rapid turnaround it's not good for them no one should want to play i got you okay the we're pretty good (laughs) at football uh, pretty good at football. So, no, it, you know, it's 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 one of those situations, right? So, you know, full disclosure, six-team league, supposed to be a little bit more. Things fall the way they fall. Six-team league, you play who you have to play. Uh, the league sat down and worked out the schedule the best they could, and you're getting Jacksonville twice. We're getting San Antonio three times. We're You know, we're getting Carolina three times. So that's the thing. You want to talk about that? Like, Carolina, Carolina's beat us, and you would think that people would be like, oh, no, you got to play them three times? Yeah, we get to because we want to beat them now. You know what I mean? So uh, we want to beat everybody. That's that's the goal. We want to bring every victory we can to the Capital Region because, you know, best fans in the world, even though right now we are being stomped by Jacksonville. The the Shark Tank, like, I mean, more people louder to the point where legitimately heard from the front office of Jacksonville. Oh, I thought you guys had fans. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So Jacksonville calling you out, Albany, telling me, yeah, best fans in the arena football, huh? I'm <laughs> like, it's. I mean, all you gotta do is look at all the all the pages on Facebook. They're just mocking us right now. Oh, they're mocking man. us. Okay, Jacksonville, mocking us. All right, Albany. We'll see what we got this weekend, though. It's bad. Come out for the it's black bad. party. Come out, make it all happen on Saturday. Root on the Empire. Let's show Jacksonville and that fan base, the Shark Tank what it's really all about yeah. i'd like to see that happen uh, i i, just, I, I heard it, i heard it, uh, a lot of people want to call it the shark tank but i just <laughs> i'm not sure about that thank you thank you uh one Fair. question back to the yeah, castro thing figured, now, I, I figured there he is I, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> jim from inside the walls ha um that's why do you think my fine. question was undercutting the success of sam castro because it seems like when i asked that question about would you like another opponent besides jacksonville with that quick turnaround that's when Sam Castronova made his debut as a starting quarterback for the Empire, and he was so good in that game. Offensive player of the week for the NFL. There you go. Mobile in the pocket, making plays. It almost seems as if because he is, and this is not unique to Sam Castronova, it's that, hey, if somebody's playing a new role or is in a new setting on a team, and the scouting report may have not been prepared for that other team, okay, you could catch an element of surprise. You could have something that wasn't planned for. There could be critics of the Empire that would say, hey, the reason they were so good against Jacksonville the first time is the A. The Sharks were not ready for Castronova. Well, Castronova played in Carolina last year. And he's good. And that's he's the very other good. Thing too. Right. So it wasn't a fluke, and I hope that's not how it came off when I asked that question. No, and you know, I think the thing, so obviously when you watch Castronova play, you see how well he fits in this offense. You know, uh, Damon Ware, assistant head coach, offensive coordinator, Damon Ware, head coach, Tom and us, like what they've done is build an offense that, was missing a mobile quarterback. You know what I mean? Like as as great as Tommy Grady was with what they did last year, as good as I still think Mike Faithful would have been this year, when you see a guy who can extend a play, especially the Iron Man, 
you know, there's going to be points in the game where guys are a little more tired than normal. There's a defensive lineman playing offensive line who, you know, it's it's not his it's not his dominant natural position. You have a guy who can roll out, extend a play a second, two, three seconds. Man, it's such a such a gift. And then to have coordinators and coaches who go play your game. That's I mean, that, I think that's why you're seeing the real Sam Castronova this year. I'm going to ask this question today. We'll look at McCarthy. McCarthy, McCarthy firing back. Jacksonville's got the fans, but we got the wins, so that's that. <laughs> I, I, I would like I would like both, to be perfectly honest with you. Especially as a guy whose whole like purpose here is to be with the fans. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. But, uh, yeah, no, I want both. I want the fans and the win. Kenneth Magruder injury Kenny update. Magruder. He's activated. Okay. So, um, like you know, again, I don't. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty sure that came out in the transactions. I, I know he said he. Every time I've seen him, he has said that he is he's going to play. Um, but the the thing with him is like, even though he was obviously injured in the Jacksonville game, he still wanted to go back out. Like he was just he was he was. There was a point where he's over in the in the Empire like sideline area and he's just jumping back look 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 and everybody's like stop stop it stop you're gonna hurt yourself stop it you're already hurt so you know i i know that we're not gonna let him go out there if we think he can hurt himself worse but i think he's he as far as he's concerned he's ready so we'll see we'll see the injury update question from a broadcaster to anybody associated with the team in sports is my favorite thing in 2022 like (laughs) i will ask you that every day until saturday till i see the roster and then yeah. probably if coach wants to lie and say, yeah, he's going to play and he plays like, I don't know, 10 plays or whatever. That's what can happen now. Like you can say he's going to play and something can happen and warm ups and everything else. But he's such a good player. That's the reason I asked it is that one well, thing with the Magruder, impact. But the thing so with Magruder is like once he gets out there, have fun pulling him off the field. Right. Because he's he's just he's a guy who wants he just wants to play. Like I know everybody wants to play at this level or, or they wouldn't be here. But like I, I remember being in a practice a while back. I think it was before the first game. And one of the things that Coach Manasa does better than anybody in this league is keep the guys fresh. So, like, there's days where he'll be like, hey, we're we're running today. We're doing this today. We're meetings today, whatever, uh, because they beat the hell out of each other every day. And I just remember uh, Magruder standing up going, this is, you know, being pissed off that you didn't get to hit somebody. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, hey, save that. Save that for for the other the other color uniforms and we'll be good to go. But, no, I, 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 can't, I can't speak 100%, but I know that he's – I know he's better than he was yesterday. Every day he's he's been working hard to get back out there. All right. Hard. Give us I'm those, actually looking for like any something from the league to say exactly where he's at. Give us those details again for Saturday. Block party, ticket availability, all that stuff. Yes. Uh block party is starting. Uh, so five o'clock starts, but uh Big Sky Country already told me they're like, Yeah, we might start playing earlier. <laughs> we do what we want. So um, so by five. Uh, we're gonna have some food trucks. Our, our friends from Elevation 10K will be out there. Uh, who knows? Maybe a ticket special or two. Uh, you know, if we can figure that out for everybody. Um, and then doors. When we get in here. Seven o'clock kick. We take on Jacksonville. Right now, uh, for this week, because it is Armed Forces Day, our military appreciation game. Valid military ID gets you a free ticket. Whether you if you come to our offices at the arena or you go to the box office. And then what we're doing moving forward, because our owner Mike Corda said, "Look, I want to be the I want to be the family friendly place. I want to be the place where a family of four can go and not go broke. Kids twelve and under, you're in for free. Yeah. You know, so uh, two free tickets per adult ticket purchased. We don't want somebody showing up with like twenty five kids and they're running wild. 
you know all of a sudden we got three teams on the field it's like wait a minute uh, there's the empire there's the sharks and there's 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 the smith family okay all right no, you know we you know gotta at least have some chaperones with you it was dusty baker's kid who's probably by the way playing yes. in college now right the jt snow play where they drag him off How the field is that kid now he's got i think he plays at ucla i think it's really J. baker or something like that yeah yeah he almost got killed that was you don't want that at the empire game, no so we can't have that no no children no 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 uh no maiming of children that's uh that's one of the it's in our bylaws uh we're trying to keep that clean and not let it happen but very excited so everybody get out there and again remember jacksonville said they have better fans and family yeah. fans than, than we do and so if jacksonville fans or other fans of the nal teams are watching or listening to this game is available on youtube tim drawbridge will be yeah, stepping in for play-by-play let's alongside not, let's me. not worry about the youtube right now yeah. maybe, maybe you missed the part where we're trying to get I, I, I mentioned the other fan bases the loudest, like jacksonville the loudest and... craziest just environment in all of arena football how do you guys always get the best players well we have the loudest craziest fans and then then so far you know one game in i'm just saying we did not have the loudest craziest fans we did not so far shark tank was louder than us i'm saying it i'm admitting i like i just i think it's crap i don't want to see it anymore we're gonna win on the field we gotta win in the stands we gotta win in the stands i hope when you're driving to the nvp arena this weekend you're in a brand new honda thanks to mohawk honda mohawk honda is the selection spot for you the kelly blue book offer going on right now where you can drive in a Mohawk Honda and get a new ride and money in your pocket. That's right. The great team over there from Greg Johnson and Lindsey Harrington, Brian and Cam McKenna. Um, I got John in service. MJ, I can run through the whole list. John Lucas, everybody, man, the great people at Mohawk Honda. I want to make sure that you've got a vehicle that you love. With gas prices continuing to go higher and higher, you want to make sure you're in a vehicle that fits your style. If you're driving around a bunch, Get a new ride that can help you save that cash for the upcoming year and more. Maybe you've got some kids who need that car seat room. They will find that vehicle for you. Affordable in your budget and people that you can trust during the car buying experience. So many horror stories I've heard from friends about working with car dealerships. You don't have to worry about that at Mohawk Honda. Levac and I have worked with them for years. We love our rides and now you can love your ride too. (laughs) When you're coming to the MVP arena this weekend, you better be in a Honda or else. Mohawk Honda. I mean. I mean, you could win. You could win there and then here. You know, you win with the great Mohawk family vehicle, then win in the stands, and then we win on the field. A lot of winning. Are they so always, much winning? So much winning. They always go out of their way to please you. That's right. <clears throat> All right. What do you want to do? You want to talk about game sevens? Uh, so many game sevens. You want to talk about game galore. sevens? Let's talk about game seven. I believe you said they're galore. Uh, Levac Goss, Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, Techies Tuesday, live from the MVP Arena, home of the Albany Empire, and of course, uh, Godzilla Media YouTube, as well as anywhere you download uh, your your podcast and listen to them. So make sure you rate, subscribe, uh, make me a nice sandwich, all those things, please. Let's start with the positives of Game Seven. Uh, even though they're very game. they're very deciding. That's right. Like I, they're I I'm gonna go on a limb. Must win. Whoa! Must win game. Oh. Uh, you have a future ticket, as we've mentioned a few times, for the mm-hmm. Boston Celtics. I do. The Boston Celtics have advanced to the conference finals. Although it is weird for you as a New York sports fan to be rooting for a Boston team, you nailed the Rams for the Super Bowl pick, and now the yeah. Celtics not just beat Milwaukee in Game 7. Oh. Hook the Rock laid the smackdown on Milwaukee. <laughs> if, if you're a Celtic fan, you probably think that series, and you probably can make a good case for this, could have been over in five games. The games they did lose to Milwaukee were all single-digit, one-to-two possession games uh boston let's start with them it seems as if they may be you know what let's do it are they the new favorite are they the new favorite there is that bet in february 
I think you made the bet January 14th. No, that's June. That's when the game. That's oh. that's when it gets decided. The context clearly are no. really good. <laughs> yeah, February 24th, 2022. There it is. That's 6:25. Yeah. Night. So I was drinking at 6:25 on that day, and then I had, I had that much money. Nice. And then I'm I'm going to win that much money. That's very good. Yes. No cash out feature. <laughs> no a ride, not, baby. No, not on that one. Not on that damn JB Smooth. Freaking hate that guy. Um. No. Tatum Brown Al Horford. Uh. Is it more about Giannis Antetokounmpo without Chris Middleton? I thought, you know, it seemed there was more positive. It is funny Rambles. how good Middleton really is. Like, people don't realize it. He may be one of the most unsung stars. Like, the fact that he wasn't, just the difference that happens with him not being there and that he was one of the guys who flirted with the Knicks and didn't go, so he can screw off, too. Um, no, I think that's part of the story. Because, again, Giannis is still, I mean, he's still the Greek freak. He's still arguably one of, if not the best player in basketball. And the Celtics are like, yeah, we're, we're a good team. We have good players. We don't have a star your level anymore, but pretty, pretty good at the old uh, basketball. Yeah, they built it too around Tatum and Brown. They got Williams out there hitting threes. Richard, that's the cool part about the playoffs too, right? Where these guys that throughout the entire season may not have been known by the national basketball fans. And I'm talking like the eighth, ninth guy off the bench. Eighth, ninth guy in the rotation, I should say. Eighth, ninth guy on the bench is like in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Boston stepped up. Boston became a top team in the East, and they've done it for years. It's not just all of a sudden one year they got a superstar player and they became a contender. Years ago in the draft, a new head coach, Brad Stevens goes to the executive spot, and now Boston's four wins away from going back to an NBA Finals for their franchise. Eight wins away from paying me. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 been a weird NBA season to me too, though. Like it doesn't like to not have LeBron this deep to you know like barely have a lot of the guys that you expect to see uh Kyrie Irving to come out and say that he was immature when he was in Cleveland which was odd to me that he would even admit it this is the, the most introspective thing he said so far but it's just like oh, I'm trying to get paid again um like all those like it's just a weird NBA postseason it doesn't it doesn't compute like Jimmy Butler being the guy who could lead the the east you know, the number one seed in the East is at this point in his career is odd. Yeah, I want to go back to the Kyrie thing you mentioned. Do you think Kyrie was just hoping at some point somebody was on his side about the LeBron thing? Like, you know what? You're right, man. You want to be your own person. You want to have your own team. Right. And he just waited year after year. It's like, somebody's got to agree with me, right? <laughs> you know what? Maybe I, somebody. Look maybe. At, listen, LeBron's hairline agrees with me. He doesn't want, doesn't want to be anywhere near him either. Come on. Maybe somebody agrees with me. Oh. Oh, this person on Twitter does. Oh, that's Durant's burner account. All right. You know what? Maybe I missed that one. Maybe I was wrong about that. Durantula69. What? Um, Oh, you mentioned Jimmy Butler. Yeah, the thing about Butler is we're probably over the next week going to have this conversation of, do we have Jimmy Butler in the same conversation of a LeBron? Of, hey, he's a leader who can lead somebody to the championship, blah, blah, blah. I just heard a con. Actually, I was driving into here this conversation with Victor Oladipo, and they asked him that question, like, "What do you make of the national media talking about Jimmy Butler not in the discussion?" He goes, "I don't care because we don't care. Like, no one gives us credit anyways. We're the Miami Heat. We play in Miami. We've done it well forever. We don't care. And maybe that's why Jimmy Butler worked. Where it's like he's the leader. He's going to take the brunt of criticism. He's a little sick in the head, and uh, he'll care about that stuff. But his teammates don't care about it, which makes it, I guess, a little bit easier for us to talk about because." Jimmy Butler has, I like this comparison, the Mamba mentality more than anybody else. Like, he actually feels like he's a jerk to his teammates, and they're like, that's just what he is. We're just accepting <laughs> it for winning. I it just, it, it's the, 
again, the NBA with the with those are the those are the stories. Doesn't it just it just doesn't feel right? No, it just doesn't. Like I'm, you know, it's pretty bad when like people look at you and go, you know, I think Carmelo was a better passer. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. You know what? You had a theory about this with LeBron a long time. When we used to pick, uh, I think a lot of people did actually. Probably more than eighty percent of people had this mentality of if LeBron was playing for the Heat, the Cavs, or the Lakers, and he was in the playoffs mm-hmm. when he had nine consecutive NBA Finals appearances. Is LeBron on the team? Yes. Are right. you going to pick against him? No. Right. Like that's how good it was, and that star player mentality. Hell, you go back to Jordan when he had this, and Bird Magic. Are we about to have the next player to do that in the other game seven we watched? Mavericks and Suns, where the Suns were clearly throughout the season the better team. Going into the playoffs, they were highly regarded. They had a lead in the series. Is Luka now at that level where because the Mavericks were no chance of favorite that, okay, they got Luka. I'm done picking against Luka. Has he hit that status that fast in his career where it's like, I'm not picking against this dude. I think so, but I also think that there's more of the negative storyline for that. Like, like Chris Paul went from how is he still so good at his age to oh he got old. Like it was, and it was like overnight. It was like yes. he sneezed. It was like whatever you know magic power he was harnessing that kept him playing like he was in his 20s just went away overnight. And also he like you saw him actually pick the cane up to get down the court. He's like dribbling one no crossover because he had to put the cane down for that. Like it was it was. I think for me, at least, that's the story. It's like CP3 just vanished, which kind of is his MO in postseason. But, like, the way he vanished was just so abrupt. Historically vanished. Like, his stats are, like, 0 for 5 in Game 7. Some of the worst records ever in elimination games for the teams that he's played on before. Horrible. Devin Booker had two points in one quarter. Yeah. Devin, he finished third in the MVP. It two points in one quarter. DeAndre Aiden's a former number one pick, a seven footer. I never disappeared. Really I always thought Booker Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. Well, Booker, I mean, you can't, how do you go against him? But but there's just something about like Aiden who is always like, all right, if everything else is right around him, he's he's a great big. But if not everything's right, it was just, okay, you just got somebody who's taking up floor. Because the, the game has changed. Like as a as a Knicks fan, sure, I looked at it and went, Oh man, could that be a Ewing? Could that be could that be the guy who everything works through? That's not that's not realistic. It's not realistic in, in this modern game. Even if you went and like cloned Patrick Ewing, brought him in the league at 22 years old, he's still not going to be able to play the same way he played because the league's different. He's going to have to come out and cover threes. Yeah, and his style of where he plays in 2022, he just needs to be a guy who could get 20 and 10. He didn't do that. Uh, so here's what it would mean. That's Suns game. So I've told you this. My dad had a nice future wager. It was a combination of Scotty Scheffler, who did win the Masters, yep. the Colorado Avalanche, who okay. are smoking people in the NHL to win the Stanley Cup and the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA. Oh, now he's got Ooh. three to two. He's up. He feels good about it. The favorite to win the championship <laughs> this season. And his my he's lighting me. I, I went down to a certain casino here locally. I said, money line Suns game seven. They look good earlier in the season. I'm riding with my dad on this one. Come on, team Gazlowski. We're going to punch this through. They got 22 points in that first quarter. I turned it off. So what you're telling me is you jinxed your father's bet. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Sounds like you jinxed your father's bet. Sounds like you might owe your dad a call bucks. <laughs> you 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 bankrupt Bitcoin for a while on your on your poor mother, and now you jinxed you jinxed your dad's your dad's. I, I'm on the father. list of people to blame. After Come on the, the list. After Chris Paul and Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, Monty Williams, I'll be on the top five list for that. I'll be fifth. So there you go with the Suns game. Uh, but Deluca. Uh, the Mavericks aren't a very fun team to watch, and I'll stick by that point. 
it's Luca dribbles around. Luca can beat somebody one on one. If he can't, someone just launches a three. Well, Spencer Dinwiddie hit some shots, and Jalen Brunson hit some shots, and all the other guys who were just, as I call them, the Chuckers, they went in. So uh, it worked. And now they're going to play the Warriors. Why does that nickname make me uncomfortable? The Chuckers? Yeah. <laughs> something about it sounds like something you shouldn't say publicly, doesn't it? I think you should book them for the Albany Empire block party. Luca and the Chuckers. I mean, with Big Sky Country this week, but, uh, and then, uh, I mean, this Sunday game, the Sunday against the uh, Columbus Lions, we, we need something. If you want right. to reach out on my behalf, that'd be it's fine. It's just Luca up there singing, and then the players are just throwing just t-shirts. Throwing t-shirts. That, that'll win. Game. That's a win. Uh, Corey uh, would like to say, oh, Gazi, how about that Bucks versus Suns final matchup? Huh, Gazi? So Mr. Confident. Who is going to be in the finals? Hmm. LOL. I did think about you, Corey, on Sunday. <laughs> oh, because I was you like, you know what? <laughs> it's like, no, I had the Bucks Suns back in December. <laughs> Poor Matt's over the corner trying to do his work. He looks like, <laughs> do you have your pants on? He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, man, I'm, I'm lost- sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'd love to help you find the perfect <laughs> seats for you and your family, but um, I, I think there's a pantless Pollock in my office right now. One oh one. Oh no, <laughs> that's your new band name, the Pantless Pollocks. That's no, it. It's it done. It's I'm done. the next week. The Pantless Pollocks. Oh, what I play? Banjo. What would be my instrument? I, you? Something, Triangle. Yeah, I think that. Like like a washboard or something. You would just something awkward. What's the most awkward looking instrument ever made? Uh, God, the tuba. Oh, tuba. Well, you yeah, because you tuba, you love play it like this, right? Yeah. No. I don't think that's how it's That's a tuba? No, no it is. No, What's no, this? You think it, uh, no, it's not a drum. What's the big walking drum? A you gong? Got? Oh, a gong. It's the best. A tuba is like a like uh, it's big a, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's hard to do for our visual audience here. I'm sure they're getting the picture of what right, the tuba is like this right here. How often do you hurt yourself just moving around? Uh, John Franz thinks you should play an accordion. An accordion. All right. I'm in for that. <laughs> you know what? I'll do this for real. If we need one of the pregame shows to be moved outside and they want me to play you by we i'm sitting right next to you yeah. if you need me out there to bring some spice and entertainment i will give it a shot i would i would 100 percent do that like right before when we need everybody to go inside we let you play i feel like a kenny g a little kenny g instrument uh the the straight sax there yeah just a little sax from god i'm saying as soon as you start Saturday playing again like Gaz. so it's like hey it's 6 45 we want everybody to go inside so here's gods playing music <laughs> yeah and it's just everybody runs for the friggin' door. That's Bakersfield, right? Baker Street. I don't know. We I can't getting, do more of it. You're going to lose right the money. Of course. So again, I did think about you with pants on with that son's pick. It stunk. And um, I was bummed about that. I'm glad I just didn't bet on both of those. But uh, Luca's awesome. He's a great player. He's probably top three in the NBA. Hell, if you want to make an argument that he's the second best. Yeah, I could do who's the, the second best, best. Who's the best now? I would give it to Jokic. He won the MVP. Mm. And it's probably between Giannis and Luka after that. Do you think LeBron just rested this year? Uh, LeBron's always been the guy, but God, I mean, he's 18 years in the league at this point. We got to give it up for LeBron. He's had a great run. I don't think I'd, I wouldn't pick a team starting with LeBron anymore. He wouldn't be in the top three. Hmm. I just have a feeling like, when we all give up on him, he's going to show up and play like lights out one more time. Oh, man, I mean, that's one more a- time. Maybe he's got to get a, got to get some young guys on that Laker team soon. Yeah, oh. well, I mean that's whoever he picks, you know. It's true. Uh, we didn't miss we missed one game seven. The Rangers, the, the yeah. best of them all for the New I, York twist. What a win for the New York Rangers. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I missed every second of it. No, I missed every. I did. I did. I, and I don't. You know, I'm trying to think what the 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 crappy show I was watching the one time when I stopped. I tuned away from the Knicks and I started watching some like girl show. 
and like Jamal and everybody made fun of me for a while, but it was, I had, I had to take the beating. I didn't, it wasn't, I don't even know what I was doing. I think I fell asleep. I think I was just exhausted. I think I just fell down. It was over. I didn't get to see any of it. Overtime winner. Yeah. As I like to call him, Big Panera Bread, putting one in. Yeah, the bread man. The bread man putting it in overtime. The Rangers played. Sid the kid played. Yeah. Even though he was banged up. Yep, missed every second. Every second of it. Down 3-2 with the season on the line at the Garden. They come fighting back, and I slept through it. Now that they have won, and even though you may have slept through it or might have, you know, chopped up your view, and we'll call it, they take on the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, more likely to watch now? now the Rangers yeah, I'm, I'm bitter towards the Hurricanes because of their affiliation once in the area, and then they left. So, yeah, so it, I've got a double reason to, to root on the Rangers. I'm just bitter. I'm bitter towards anyone who leaves me. You know, you know how it goes. Like you, you left me. Standing right next to you. Yeah, but you left me. I was doing radio one day, and all of a sudden, Gaz was gone. He just left for no reason. Is that how it happened? <laughs> that depends who you ask. I mean, it's either that or it's somebody. Yeah. Maybe I cut the lines to the right. whole building. It's yeah. you know, you never know. You never know radio how it went down. Radio station would have it that way. The newspapers of Truth or Podcast. Anyways, oh uh, yeah, so the Rangers will advance in Carolina. I feel like I got all. There's a bunch of other NHL game sevens. I feel like those are the three that stood out more than anybody else. There are a lot of good game sevens in the NHL playoffs. They've continued year after year too. Pump out great, great games and uh, hockey playoffs continue to roll on. Yeah, yep. Uh, Lord Stanley's Cup still up for grabs, and you know, game sevens—they're magical. They're just magical. Unless you lose them, then they suck. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm far more dialed in on something else. Like obviously, my number one thing is the Empire because you know I've got a little. I've got to make sure people get in here and have a great time. 518-714-2200, extension one hundred one. You can ask for Radar or Matt. Um, and and of course Albany Empire on AL.com. But um I'm I'm all in I'm all in on the the New York Yankees. I mean, I mean listen, I'm always in on the Yankees, but God, they're fun. God, they're fun. They're a fun team. Gus, do you see how good they played against that crappy team from Baltimore? Oh man, you were texting me about it last night. You texted me hours before the game. You're like, here's my play I'm doing. I got Severino. I got a money line. I'm forgetting the third one. I think it was a hit for somebody. I had a, there was a special on Stanton getting a hit. So I did that separately. And then I did a three play same game parlay. So Yankees money line, uh, Severino four plus strikeouts, and a hit from Labor Day. And if all three came in, I won monies. I won the monies. I won, a, I won like 100 bucks on like $10 bets last night. Hey, night. Yeah, that's so a great payout all day. I am mad about it. I, I, wasn't, mad. I wasn't happy that it was against my Orioles as I texted you. I said, you can do that bet, just don't have the Yankees win. I was very proud on Twitter at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, <laughs> that our pal Buster only gave the list of the teams that were pacing for 100 losses. And guess who didn't make the cut? My Baltimore Orioles. Has that changed since then, though? It sure has, okay. Don't <laughs> you worry about my math. Was the reason they didn't make the list because they played one fewer game than all those other teams that were on that list? Let's not do the math, okay? Let's not get into details. I'm not yeah. here for that. I'm here for the tweet that they were pacing for 98 losses, and that is not the worst of the worst. Yeah. Thank Bust- you, Buster. You Buster's, didn't respond, Buster's tweet on uh, the 16th. Teams playing at a pace that would take them to 100 wins. The Astros, Angels, Yankees, Dodgers, Padres, Brewers, Mets. Teams playing at a pace that would take them to 100 losses. Reds, Nationals, Tigers, Royals, Red Sox. Hmm. No Orioles. No Orioles are on there now. They're on there now. now. They've made their way. They've made their way. The Red Sox are just hot doo-doo. 
They are not good this year. And I, I remember Red Sox fans, uh, like, like our friend Boston Dan and others, talking smack. Oh, the Yankees didn't make any. Oh, go The Yankees didn't make any moves. You're going to lose. You're going to lose a bunch. He's going to get any fire. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Huh? Whew. I don't know about the moves the Yankees made. It looks like they were the right ones, whatever ones they did or did not make. I get it's Boston Twitter, but they're already screaming like, you got to do it well for Xander. You got to take care of Xander. I'm like, what does that even mean? They're like, you got to trade him. Trade. We got, we're got 40 games into this. Your guys already said sale for the season, huh? Like, I guess it's that bad in Boston. They're already looking to trade Xander Bogarts. And like you had said, Boston was more aggressive previously, but also we're talking about the spring and the winter and everything else. Hasn't worked out. And no. the Yankees are killing it. They're still the best team in the American League. It's a battle. Best record between, in baseball, I believe, again. Uh, yeah, I, them, the Astros, and the Angels continue to kind of flop back and forth for winning percentages. But the, it is the Yankees. The Dodgers' four-game losing streak uh, helped a little bit to keep that rolling the way it needed to be. But, um, yeah, they just and the way they win. Like, they just they win fun games. They, they, they don't ever give up. They're like G.I. Joe. They never give up. Um, uh, it's very cool. It's very cool. Did you see, did you see the latest news for out of your Orioles? Uh, Matt Harvey <laughs> suspended 60 games, I believe, for the old hillbilly heroin, Oxycontin. Yeah, a little, a little hillberry, hillbilly heroin for you. Not even, not even like roids. He's not even trying to get better. That, He's just trying to dull the pain that, of being an Oriole. Yeah, that evidence of Harvey, like that's like years past. They're just like digging through. Like we know you've been taking stuff. Like <laughs> there, there's been some issues with the whole thing that happened with one of his former teammates. That was a horrible story and everything else, but. Harvey was going down like that was just a matter of time before it crashed for Baltimore and everything else. Oh, back to the Yankee thing, though. I'm just well, it was just a depressing question as a fan of a team. Oh, no. And you see a guy get 60 games and it's not for PEDs. That's got to piss you off. Like you could at least be cheating to get better. I guess, you know what I mean? I like guess, you should be helping me shoot up a little bit, buddy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I guess no I'm offense, gonna, don't do drugs. kids. Right. I guess I'm in a better different spot on that because I would have loved to see Matt Harvey. The, the dark night Matt yeah. Harvey come to Baltimore when they were actually contenders in the Mets and that Oriole. Let's say he uh, wins World three. Like, let's say he wins six games for you before they catch him shooting up. You're just like, good. Take the six. Right? I would have taken the right. six. Right. Where yeah. this is like, oh my God, he hated being an Oriole so much he started doing Oxycontin <laughs> or kept doing Oxycontin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that's right. That's the way it feels. <laughs> Doesn't Oriole, that feel that way? A little bit. He's like, he's like yeah, I, uh, I had to chug a bottle of Tums and do all this Oxycontin because I ate at Boog's. And I'm in Baltimore. The O's got to the ALCS in 2014. The Mets are in that mid-2000s playoff. Uh, the biggest thing, you mentioned the Oxy about the Orioles. The biggest highlight of the Orioles season was actually last night. Last night, a kid catches a ball in the stands. He's all yeah, excited. Do you yeah. see this video? Yeah, Kevin Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Kevin Brown, our buddy, was on the call for this. Uh, kid throws it back. Then it goes back into the stands. And they track the kid down. That's the biggest highlight this, of the order. This is this is what this is what worries me about the world. So John Franz, Evan Franz's dad, you know, he's uh, oh boy, Yankees talk. Take care. He's out. Okay, well that's fine. How about this? How about how about El Chapo? Here's the Yankees issue. Aaron Boone is their manager. The Yankees are twenty six and nine. This is not the time. Like, like, yeah, you know what sucks? The manager who's running the team with the best record in baseball. He's a turd. What? How? I, I, I knew that was going to set you off. I knew it. I, I, I don't understand. He, you know why that sets you it off? It just doesn't make sense. Right. It just doesn't. Like, it's one of those things. Like, if you want to hate on Aaron Boone, you can hate on Aaron Boone. Like, tell me you think he's an asshole. Don't tell me that, like, he's got a man. A good man. Like, I almost, I, oddly, I feel like this is the first year where his, his mindset has really permeated the whole team. Like, because nothing's a problem. They're all just like, yeah, it's cool. 
We're savages in the effing box. Let's go. Let's go win some baseball games. You can't crap on him now. This is you just the, can't. This is the situation. Like May to July, when you had four to five hour sports talk radio shows in the state of New York. You're like, oh, we got nothing today. How about that Boone talk again? Huh? Let's <laughs> get him. Let's get Boone. Like the Yankees win in five. They win the World Series in five. El Chapo and the rest of these Boone haters gonna be over there going, should have swept. They would have swept if they had a better manager. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm right. Of I mean, course. And you know what? Here's the thing with Boone. And I think he's in a, a spot. Asteroid that- hits, hits the, hits the planets. <laughs> Aaron Boone's management was so bad. Asteroid just took us all out. I know you're half joking, but in all seriousness, if, I'm not, that's what people I, are going to be like. If, if Boone, seriously, if Boone gets to the world series this year and loses, would it be considered uh, a good season for that Yankee team? Uh, not, not, not for Yankee fan. Okay. Now, now yep. Yankee fan, right. if, you know, if you don't win at all, you didn't win nothing. If you ain't first, you're last. I mean, I know an Oriole fan, you'd just be happy to be there. But but no, like, I, I get that, but it, it's... It, it's unfair to that guy because those are unrealistic expectations. I don't even understand. Like, now he's just... like El Chapo, put the pipe down. If they lose the first round, you lose 30 pounds. I, I, okay, is that just like... If if that's the magical process that makes me dump 30 LBs, I hope they lose the first round. I don't know. Like, El Chapo, put the pipe down. <laughs> Like just seriously, I can watch the wave. God, I think he got into freaking uh, Harvey's oxycotton. God doesn't even have a profile picture. He's talking about my weight. Probably got a freaking belly that would kill something. You know, freaking guy looks like a killer whale just covered in his own greases. And he's talking shit. Did you ever go to the beach and see this person? No, out I get the pushed ocean? in the water. <laughs> This person out in the ocean, they don't see a wave coming. I saw the wave coming once he had the boon comment. I'm like, oh no, he doesn't see what? it coming. Levesque's coming. Uh, El Chapo. Oh, and then he's like, and then he Vanamos. comes, and then he comes for me. And then he comes for me because I'm fat. I, I don't know if you know this, El Chapo. I do own a mirror. I'm aware. It's a thing. I'm aware of it. So I was gonna mention and I'm hungry. I have only had I've had nothing to eat today. So what about Cameron Maven? I was gonna mention him because I know you're giving love some love Cameron to him. Maven. How much I you love like him? Cameron he might be your favorite part of the Yankee team right him. now. He's not even though he's not on it. Even when he even when he jumped over and played for them for a little bit, he was great. Like, you know, he was he was somebody who just brought good energy to the team. He was one of those guys where it was like where all these all these people have forgotten were like, wow, Cashman and Boone can do no wrong. They went and found Maven, they found this one, they found that one. And now it's like, you know, him in the booth. To be honest with you, the first night I heard him, I didn't know it was him. Because a lot of times, you know, I'll listen to the radio. I'll sit out back. That's how. I, that's how. I, that's where I find my sanity. Um, is is just sitting in the backyard with a, with a stogie and you know listening to the Yankees game with John and Susan. But I went inside. I'm sitting there, and it's like I'm hearing this guy. I'm like, God, this guy's energy is is infectious. Like I love it. I love what he's got going on. And they're like, and I hear one of them go, "It's like call him Cam or something." I'm like Cam. It took me forever to figure it out. And then oh, I'm here with Cam or maybe I'm like, no way, outfielder <laughs> supreme. Outfielder Supreme is now announcer Supreme. Let's go. He's really good. His energy is infectious. And you notice he's, you know, what he already has that most like the, when the jock first jumps into the booth, he has an understanding of the pace of conversation. Oh yeah. If Michael K has something he's saying, he gets out of the way, lets Michael K have his moment. And then he comes back in when it's his turn. Like, like, and, and Michael K he's, he's got that. Obviously he's been doing it for a hundred years. Carlos Beltran last night was pretty good. He he steps on people more already. You know what I mean? But it was like like Cameron Maven. I I think he's I think he could be like the next guy. This isn't hyperbole when I say that last part because it's something you've done your entire career understanding the true art. Of Overeat that. from the sounds of it from El Chapo. 
going to say art of that because it is not easy to understand that because some people don't even have conversations like that. Some people just want to talk over as soon as they make a point, they just go not realizing that's not how it works in broadcasting for the listener, especially podcasts like sports podcasts. If someone told me, guys, what's your biggest critique of sports podcasts? That is it. Like maybe podcasts in general, that there are some people that don't understand what you just talked about, where the flow of conversation, if you have two or three people talking at once, it's not good content. He's awesome. The energy, the natural ability, like some people can just do it. Tony Romo, I know that's a high praise for him, but it seems like certain people like that. Just get it immediate. Uh, Rick DiPietro, who we're just looking at here on the TV, like he's another guy who just. Certain guys just want to have it. They're conversationalists, right. and he's a, he's a natural. And like you know, there's times we'd have shows where I'd be so amped up, I, we'd go off the air and be like, "Holy, sh- sorry guys, I think I jumped all over you a bunch of times." You're like, "Yeah, it's funny, it's okay," but it was like, "There's nobody wants to hear that." It, it's got to. That's what sucked about everybody being in different locations during the pandemic for this part of it. Obviously, there's a laundry list of things that sucked during the pandemic, but these people were just like. Like, okay, I'm gonna wait for you to talk, and then okay, we're both talking. Oh my god, sorry, you go. No, no, sorry, you go. No, go ahead. Like, it's like watching cars stuck in a four way like stop sign. No, no, I want to go. No, you go. And all of a sudden, it's a wreck. That's what like a lot of conversations were. Cameron Maven's awesome. I I dig why I dig what hearing him on those on those things. And one other thing to add to that, even with a little advice here, uh, you've mentioned this for both young broadcasters in the sense of age, but young broadcasters have just started it off. There's something about validation. I'm sure I was a victim of this. You might have done this in your career. I know for a fact I might have done it, that sometimes the more you think you're talking, the better you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, if I say more stuff, Michael Case, right. going to think I'm doing well. No, no, no. That's not it. And especially right. young I'm going to show you how it. smart I am by just going on forever. Yeah. The only the only guy like who goes on forever and somehow always, always smells, always sounds smart, obviously not me, Will Brown. Will Brown is the master of the coach answer. How you doing today, coach? And then 10 minutes later, he's done. The interview's over, and you didn't get to ask him a single hard question. <laughs> like, he's the he is a maestro. And then, like, you, you do, if you do, like, oh, he laid up at four minutes. Hey, coach, what about that uh, tough loss the other night? Not that he's losing much with the Patroons. But uh, what about that tough loss the other night? Hey, did you, uh, did you see UFC? Did you see Jeff Levesque? You see the guys? You like the UFC? You see? <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's got you in the conversation he wants you in. It's That's the great – like – those that's the only time you should go on forever um but yeah he, he's he's just the energy's infectious like you talk about romo what you can tell romo is enjoying watching the game like if your first uh football experience watching experience was with someone who just loved it you would probably love football same with baseball so when you hear these guys who you just can't hide they can't hide their passion for it and they know what they're talking about that's great only problem i have with beltran last night he feels the need to make comparisons all the time and his comparisons like he he was comparing was it i think it was chad green to mariano rivera Ooh, yeah and he was <laughs> and, and when you when he broke it down you got why people love the way he talks about baseball and that he should be a manager you kind of understood it but at the same time like just saying that it's like no stop it <laughs> if you want to go the way he throws this pitch is similar to Mo. Okay, all right, maybe. No, he reminds me of Mara. I was like, wait a minute, what? No, he doesn't. He doesn't even remind me of Carlos Beltran, and you didn't pitch. <laughs> Comparisons. My first thing when you said that, I jumped to analogies. So I just imagined like Carlos Beltran doing like a fake Colin Cowherd, like. But Colin, what about pudding? You know, like I thought that was Beltran doing. Like, what about tacos? Like, no, just comparing players. Sorry. Did, Although, I did think you I hear the part where I said I didn't eat? You didn't talk about tacos and pudding? Man, screw off. I went. I had to do some running around. I came back, and everybody in the office is in here eating lunch, and I'm just like, I timed this very poorly. 
they're like, oh, you didn't grab anything while you were out? I'm like, no, I was hoping that you guys would tell me you were ordering food and I would come here and we'd all eat together like a family. And then Ryan, our sales, oh, I'm sorry, head of strategic partnerships, you know, it's like, oh, these are so good. I eat tacos, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to stab you. you know, I'm going to stab you. You know where we got to get tacos on a taco Tuesday? Northeastern Insurance, Levesque. If you want to eat a taco with somebody, that guy, they had a big taco truck over at Northeastern Insurance for Cinco de Mayo. Really? Jared Lozier, our pal, was taking pictures of it. Jared Lozier, your spot if you want to save cash in 2022. You want to eat tacos with somebody, make a meeting with them. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Come for the tacos, stay for the insurance. Northeastern Jared Lozier. 518-956-3753. Just text him, tacos? save me money and see what jared does if you're listening if you're watching that's my favorite one I'm every so week hungry. i give you a different one to text jared. <laughs> 518-956-3753 jared lozier wow. gonna shop the rates for you for quotes it's a small business a home a car your insurance policies that you look back on and wonder if these things are important to me in my life maybe i'm paying too much at the end of the year let him shop market for you get a quote by the end of the year i'm telling you with these prices going up if you're a family on a fixed income, these things matter so much in your life. And all it takes is one email, one text, one call. All you have to do is write the word taco. Jared will be confused and definitely will get back to you with concerns. And then you'll get a free quote. It's as simple and easy as that. Just text taco. Why is it a promo code now? Jared will help. Is that 518-956-3753. Everyone should just text him taco and see what he does. Somehow it's going to end with you and I getting shots of tequila. That's, That's right. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Subject taco remember, and see where it goes from there. I remember it's an email. Like he'll take any mail. Like he just doesn't, he doesn't discriminate. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm very proud of him for, you know, knowing what he likes and getting as much of it as humanly possible. I hope in the future we do have a sponsor, a partner that has like at hotmail.com as their contact or at <laughs> I mean, AOL. I, run, I still run into some of that when I'm doing stuff with like tickets and, and fans and stuff for the team. Like you get some random and it's like, Oh yeah, my this is my email. It's like I'm gonna guess this person's 70. And sometimes they're like they're like 20s. It's like how the hell do you no. have that? Like 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 I think my brother still has nicap.rr somewhere. No. I think I'm almost positive somehow he's held on to it. I don't think it's really a thing anymore. What's more embarrassing? Someone with like a horrible email like deathslayer69 at hotmail.com or just someone who says, I don't have an email. Um that's because they're lying. Everyone has you. How about how about the league continues to use my personal email instead of my Levac at AlbanyEmpireNL.com? <laughs> how about the commissioner of the league continues to email me on mine? I almost want to give it out. Like I almost want. I'm already getting spammed relentlessly by it. So somebody somebody's already figured out what it is and is sending me like like and they're not even the good ones. It's not even like yeah boner pills. It's always like like you know some random oh you won this here click here give us your social uh they're not even like like they're not even good fake what is it what is Can this you read this email i got today about our yeah. godzilla media youtube channel first of all read the the title of the email it's all one world right where, up here right up here what's that say? oh manager sarah j hopefully you don't want to google who that is don't do that at your work sarah, sarah j's work might be yeah, it might be all right this is an email i got today she, she's a what's known as a pog i believe p-a-w-g those little things that kids no, used no, to play no. with no no like large uh large large rumped women <laughs> i believe i believe if that's who i think it is speaking about emails today this is the email i got do you want me to read it? Yeah, yeah yeah this email is titled manager sarah j from cap cut commercial advertising a at laposte.net sounds legit 
Okay. Good afternoon. I am the manager of CapCut. Our company paid attention to your channel and decided to make an offer. Okay. All right. Our CapCut like video editor is a great fit for YT shorts. Ins reels, not Insta, Ins reels. Yeah. And TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we suggest you work with us. Okay. If you agree to work with our company, please let us know, and we will send you our terms and conditions. Best regards, CapCut Company Manager. No name. No name. No phone. I am so <laughs> upset. I thought there was a chance we were going to get to interview Sarah J. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm all in. I well, I wouldn't. It wouldn't take much for me to be all in. Uh, but I'm like, come on. I would, you wouldn't, would you interview a porn star? Yes, of course. Uh, what, would you get in trouble when you got home? No. What's the name of the, oh my God, she's a great fan. Oh, Lisa Ann's like fantastic at fantasy. Yeah, she's yeah. like a great fantasy football player. Yeah, mind. she is a fantasy. Should yeah. I send this email to Jared Lozier? Um, and see if it's still legit. I, I'm, I just, I'm still, I'm bummed out. I was really hoping to meet Sarah J. Someone look up cat cut commercials. Please don't. Godzilla Media is going to have a new way to get views now with manager Sarah J running the account. I think that's phenomenal. I wish uh <laughs> I thought they were saying like they managed Sarah J and I was like, what's up? Let's go. Hey. Let's get let's get an interview going. I'm 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 in there like swimwear. <laughs> so tell me about your hardest day at work. <laughs> how many how many dick puns can I fit into that before she was like, All right, I see what you're doing. You used to have another board that go boing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what's here. Yeah. No, that's Sarah J. That's what happens when I think of Sarah J. And then there's that's what she happens when she sees me, and then there, that's the joke. I don't know what else is on here. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. That's when my pants come off. Oh, that's when my pants come off. Right yeah. You know what? We could we could use that last one. Okay. Because tonight, this one's a little exclusive for our video audience. Tonight is the NBA draft lottery. No matter the results, uh, the Knicks will have a pick at some point. Are you? Did you see Schefter even like like? all about it right oh my yeah. god shefty trying to do his best shams like it turns out uh adam shefter and um and shams and woe are all the same person i think they're all one one person <laughs> all um, right more likely they're actually all the same person or they all hate 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 each other because i think they possible. hate each other i don't think shams think, and Woj won't talk to each other they won't even mention yeah but other. i think Woj and shefty are like i think they're good oh, okay. they're the same person they're just robots for different sports no like like Schefter put out like how many years the Knicks have had a chance to do better in the draft. And they uh, all right. So uh, Schefter put this out this morning. NBA draft lottery is at 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Since landing Patrick Ewing, the Knicks have now have gone 17 straight lotteries without improving their draft position. Seven times they fell back and 10 times they wound up where they were projected tonight, expected to make it 18 straight. Where are the Knicks projected? Two <laughs> percent. They have a two percent chance. So that puts them where, if they were gonna. Uh, that is gonna... thirteen, if my math adds up correctly. Yeah. There. So that's perfect. That's perfect. That's what we'll be. Who's the thirteenth best player in this year's draft? Is it you? It might be. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kumar Rocker, who's pitching for the Valley Cats. Is he the thirteenth best NBA prospect tonight? There's much more to figure out when you get down to thirteen. Also, I, I don't much know. more to figure out. I like that. <laughs> I don't know if people remember the change to the lottery too, because now it's the top four picks. It used to be just the number one pick. Now it's the top four picks. Was this the lottery used to be just the number one, two, and three? Yeah. Now it's the top four for who figures it out in the math and the percentages have changed because the so top. So technically, team... the Knicks could be could be as high as one. Yeah, technically. Yeah, but 
realistically they're going to be 13th or lower more than likely yeah because the old day used to be like you get a 25 percent chance to win it. everyone's like oh that's not fair we got to eliminate tanking let's yeah. give three teams a 14 percent chance and i would still like that's someone terrible. who's smarter than me to explain how that's better like if you're telling teams three four and five that are horrible that they have a better chance to have a top pick if they're bad why wouldn't they stay bad i don't i think it's just bill simmons got bored and he did something to write about and be like great great idea bill yes. we'll put it out there well it's like somehow all right i know that there is some level of tanking in the nfl but it's rarely the story you know what i mean like you know like suck for luck and those kinds of things those those all happen i get it um but usually during the season that's not the story even if you see it coming like when the Colts were were, were tanking, you you still like you talked about the Patriots that year or whatever the like. Is it just maybe it's too many games? Maybe it's just their media is not as good at it. Maybe Adam Silver's an alien and doesn't know how to make us think the way he wants, even though he has mind control powers. Um, but like, it's gonna happen. Like you're gonna have teams that are gonna be like, well, it only gives me a two percent chance of of potentially you know getting it more than I would if I just played out the string. However, we suck and I don't care. Like it's, I don't know how else you, I don't know how there's no way if a team is going to do it, they're going to do it. And let's take it a further step here because of what's happening now in the spring and the summer coming up. Okay. We just did the NFL draft. Flowers are growing. It's beautiful. <laughs> I was texting you this, that I went through the numbers in the NFL draft this last 30 day period. Some of the best numbers the LeVac and Gosh show have ever posted both audio, visual, everywhere else. Awesome stuff from the NFL draft. So we know there's an appetite for that. No doubt. Just like there is for football. But there's an importance of the draft because a quarterback, a starter, an impact player, somebody who's selected as a rookie could really bring a team, be that missing piece to get to the Super Bowl. That's why oh, there's an importance. The, the, other, yeah. the other thing that the NFL does, right? I get drafted for the team I'm going to. Like, I don't have to. I, I, I can't. If I'm for <laughs> uh, my quarter says, hi, everybody. And make sure you remember kids 12 and under are free. with a paid <laughs> ticket of an adult. Um it, I don't have to, if I get like four beers deep during the NBA draft, I don't know who the hell is anywhere. You get four or five beers draft, you know, deep in the, in the, the NFL draft, you still know the Raiders blew the draft. There you need any help. We were heading down the same road. You got there yeah. faster than me. The NHL draft's going to be on ESPN. Maybe people will care about it more. Major League hey, Mike, baseball, you drop this? Major League Baseball has cut its rounds down significantly, so you may not know the players as well, but because there's less players, uh, you might be able to market the players more. Like, he's a first-round pick, and there's only five picks, yeah. or five rounds left. The NBA, why the draft is far less important than maybe it's ever been ever is because of how hyped free agency is. Like yeah. some would argue that they enjoy the free agency drama and storylines of the NBA more than the playoff games because it's like the attitudes, the request, all this other stuff where the draft has just been watered down because it's like, I don't care what random 19 year old you pick from Latvia, unless right. it's Luca or you know Slovenia. Oh. I just want oh, well, some college kid who only played for four months. Give me one of the best free agents I actually know about. Well, not to mention, like, again, so you're going to go on the second pick, which is going to be the Knicks, right? But the Knicks have traded with the Lakers. But the Lakers have then traded with the Kings, and the Kings have traded to the – so by the time you walk off that stage, you don't even know where the F you're going. And, like, and how about this? The NFL sends every hat to a kid's house so that when he gets picked, he put the right hat on. The NBA needs to have every hat ready because the, you will cycle through all 30 teams by the time it's done. You will. Scott I covered Wells the draft. I covered the draft in 2016 in Brooklyn. Malachi Richardson was selected from Syracuse and he was crying. He had this unbelievable moment. 
He got picked. He felt like he should have gone higher. He went 18th. Like, relax, buddy. You're going to be a millionaire. Like, it's going to be fine. You're going to be okay. But he's sitting there, like, really emotional with a king's hat on. And everyone's like, he plays for the Hornets. Why is he? Because <laughs> you're not allowed. At least in a press conference. Like, at least want? take it off or something else. So, uh, NBA draft lottery tonight, by the way, if you're looking for the team There's that has the too. best odds to win, that is the Houston Rockets. Orlando Magic and Detroit Pistons, who, by the way, won it and got Kid Cunningham last year so they could win their lottery who? back-to-back Never seasons. Here's what I want to have happen. I want the Oklahoma City to Thunder to win every year for the next five years. They've got, like, 16 draft picks over, the, like, the next eight drafts. They have some stupid number where they're trying to reinvent basketball. I just want but the historically to speaking, it. they don't deserve them. No. Because at one point in their history, they had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and the beard, James Hart. And... None of those players are there. <laughs> and none of them won a championship with the franchise. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, none of won a championship with, as a featured player either. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Durant. <laughs> yeah. Right. Take that. The Durantula. Slim. The Slim Reaper. Uh, I got Please, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Steph's, Steph's buddy. Yeah. Get yeah. at us, Durant. I see what you're up to on Twitter. Just tweeting. I like how Durant just threw the burner accounts out. Now he's like, you yeah. know what? You're going to throw me out. It's me. I'm just going to tweet whoever I want. Uh, shout out to our guy, Jeremiah over at saving face barbershop. He was supposed to shave my head. He's recovered. Yeah. He feels better what is, now. What is going on with your, but head? he's getting married this Saturday and guess where he's heading to today. Right now. Lillian David, David fine jewelers in the, in the Wilton something or other. Yes. Cause it used to be Wilton mall. Now it's Wilton Commons. No, that, it's no? the shops of Wilton. Ooh, the back. They've moved. They got a new the shoppies. The shop. That's the shoppies. That's technically right because it's spelled S H O P P. This is America. It's yes. America. You put a P on the end. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. So Jeremiah was a P E. He's getting married Saturday. He was telling me the story about how Lily and David Fine Jewelers have helped him. The engagement, the wedding bands, and more. He's a huge fan of Alyssa and David and everybody who's in Lily and David Fine Jewelers. It's cool, Levac. And I know this happens for you when you get to hear from people who have worked with businesses you worked before, partnerships and great people, and they're having the same type of success stories that we've had before. Shout out to Jeremiah. Congrats to him and his soon-to-be wife, Catherine, who are getting married on Saturday, and Alyssa and the crew. Now you've heard more stories about people having success, whether it's the engagement, whether you're prepping for wedding season. Maybe you're just going to a wedding, and your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend wants a little new piece of jewelry that she's been eyeing up, and it fits your budget. Head into Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Route 50, the shops of Wilton. Route 50, the shops of Wilton. Guys, it's worth the drive no matter Shoppies. where you live in upstate New York to work with Alyssa and David. Where do you stop in? Tell me you heard about Gaza's story. Tell me you heard about Levac, yeah. Jeremiah from the Saving Shoppies. Face Barbershop, and Lillian David Fine Jewelers. I, I love Alyssa and the crew at Lillian David so much that every time you talk about it, I try to think of something I want to go buy there. But I refuse to get married. Watch? I do want to watch. I've got a Fitbit, though. Which obviously I need. So you can like do the workout. You think she like, would hook it up? Like she'd give me a better band for it, so it looked like an adult watch instead of a fat guy just trying to monitor his fatness. I think it'd be better if you just had a regular watch and then acted like it was a Fitbit and be like, "Ah, oh, it says ten thousand steps. Another good day for me." Just see how long you could sell it. To Generally, people. I'll look at the wrist that doesn't have a watch and try to tell people the time and see if they notice. I floundered. He does all the time. He does like a sundial. <laughs> he like does. He does I, like, like, I still yeah. from it, but I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I like what else I'm trying to think because like I'm trying to think who like here's the here's the the thing about Lillian David they're so good I have to actually like the person I'm buying the stuff for and I don't like me so I'm out um yeah you're almost there but not really <laughs> what about your wonderful staff here CP maybe something nice for her no something nice for Jamie I'm, I'm trying to think of no. the the female employees you have here no. 
No, that's see if I do that and I don't buy something for the guys and now I'm sexually harassing them. I don't know. You gotta be careful. I don't think that's how that I'll buy something from Mike Corda. That's what oh, I'm doing. Something nice, nice from Mike. I wonder if they I wonder if they make a ring the size of a hula hoop. Dude's got mallets for hands. It's upsetting. You can hear us. I don't care. I'll buy him a hat. See if I can find a hat to fit that melon of his. Did you hear the news involving Drew Brees? That he might be back? The return of Drew Brees? Oh, God, that's Drew Brees' music, kind of. Uh, he tweeted this out. Despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I might play football again. I may focus on business. Philanthropy. Nice. Didn't want to be like Charlie from It's Always Sunny there. Uh, I may train for the Pickleball Tour, Senior Golf Tour, Coach My Kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. What do you think he's going to do? you think he comes back? No. I don't, uh, I don't think he would. I think if somebody got hurt. I think if somebody got hurt and it was like the right offer, he would. Like, why is he done already? He wasn't bad. Ah, see, you have the same eyes that I do. So what I would your is he was great in studio. Like, as a studio analyst, but they toss it back to halftime, pregame, postgame, him, uh, Tony Dungy, Tariko was still doing some stuff at that point. He was good in the studio. What happened was NBC started expanding their coverage, and they had playoff games and games on different days. They tossed Breeze into the booth, and he wasn't as good. Look, you can. But he wasn't bad. No, but like he was better in studio than he was in the booth, and it's hard for a quarterback because you got to think he has so many different things he's seen on the field. He's a DB, the linebacker, the receipt. So it's hard in like a split second to be like, "Here's what happened," and then move on for a quarterback who sees the whole field. They should have just kept him in the studio. They're probably like, "Hey, Drew, we don't want to put you in the booth again. We don't want to do this. We've got Maria Taylor's our new studio host, and Al Michaels is gone." So he's like, you know what? I wasn't good at something for the first time in how long? Yeah, but, but he, 20 years? Like, so like, I kind of look at I look at Drew Brees the way I look at a cover song, right? So there's two ways to do a cover song. You do it perfectly like the first band that did it, or you you add something new to it. And if you can't do it perfectly, like if, if you know, if it's a David Bowie song, you can't hit high notes, change it. You know, change it completely. Now that Romo has been so good at telling you what play is coming and all that other stuff, Everybody thinks that's what you have to do as a former player, especially a quarterback who's going to the booth. That's not you. Don't be that. Like, stop trying to be that. Be you. And and people will hate you because you're not, you know, you're not there with the frigging crystal ball telling everybody what's going on. What's up, Roger? Um, Roger Wildlands crystal ball. And but at the same time, you'll you'll develop your own fan base because you're doing it your way. And I think I think he tried to be Romo, and he's not Romo. Yep. And to the football side of it is great. As great as Drew Brees is, Hall of Fame quarterback, if he has another Super Bowl, if some calls go his way in that pass interference play or the Minnesota miracle doesn't happen, how differently do we view Drew Brees' career? He wasn't good his last season. He just got older. He wasn't. Look, the, the question, though, with New Orleans is, if Drew Brees is the Drew Brees of, what are we going to call it, the early 2010 decade, New Orleans has been so aggressive this offseason. You're like, why are they adding all these weapons? Why are they going after Chris Olave and Kamara and all these guys? And they have Jameis Winston, who's coming off an injury, or Taysom Hill, or the rookie they just drafted. What New Orleans is doing doesn't make sense for the quarterback play they have. I don't know if they think Drew Brees is going to come back and be the player he is as a Hall of Famer, but he also wasn't good. You just go yeah, run a business. Go go like do something else. Do I don't know. If go ride just, a motorcycle. He did in a commercial. Right, like, dude, just I don't know. Enjoy life. But like, right, fine. Let's, I don't have to do let, the commentary thing. Let's let's put it like this, though. Right. So, Buccaneers start the season three and one. They lose the fourth game because Brady gets hurt and he's gonna be out for the rest of the season. Do you still want Drew Brees to retire, or do you want Bruce Arians to go? Hey, DB, get over here. 
like I said, Drew Brees is a fantastic quarterback. The guy's got hit. He's got the X factor. He can come off the field. Yeah, because the quarterback for the Bucks after that, Kyle Trask is a nice player, but uh, how that team, by the way, I would only say that for Tampa. Like Tampa is right. built for an well, old quarterback to be successful. Um, I don't think they're the only ones. Like, you know, the, I mean, the Rams. Anybody with a solid O-line and bigger receivers or smart receivers who can get open? Because he's going to need, like Mike Evans makes him interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think any team that is like, looks like they're playoff bound and doesn't have a backup that they think is going to win, you know, they, they don't have foals. They, I think you can look at a Drew Brees and go, Hey, listen, seriously though, you, what you think? You Welcome back. Now that you've set up that question, three teams that, you know what? Maybe that's what Brees does. Forget, forget new Orleans, forget new Orleans being a 17, 17 games. Now as a starter in your forties, maybe it's, you hope. Hope's a strange way to hope for an injury, but the Buccaneers, the Rams, or the Bengals? Because aren't the Bengals actually probably in a better spot than the Rams or the Bucks too? If Joe Burrow ever got hurt, that Drew Brees, that probably the offense yeah. he'd want to be in, the best receiving core in the NFL with those three. Yeah, yeah, or I mean the Raiders, because you got you got Waller as a safety blanket, you got Renfro as a safety blanket, you got Adams, <laughs> any, basically any of the uh, AFC West teams. You know, like there's a lot, there's a lot of places that he could go out there. The question is, are you smart enough to realize that you're not getting Drew Brees? Like Drew Brees never had a cannon, but he could throw the ball down the field. He couldn't do that towards the end. No. Plus, he, he's sitting there right now. His body feels good. No, you know, 250, 300 pound line and linebackers haven't been smacking him. So he feels pretty good. Right? He's probably thinking, well, I could play again. Wait till the first time that one of those guys smack you. It's not gonna be the same. No. Uh, if I had to put money on it, even though my last sports bet I lost, if I had to put money on Drew Brees coming back, I'd still bet against it. I don't think. Yeah, he'd come back. I think he's just starting start trouble. Leverage, like whatever I'm going to do next. Like he saw what Sean McVay did, kind of. I feel like everybody's going to pull a McVay at one point. Hey, oh, I know I'm really good at this. I'll I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> like I'll use Amazon as leverage, even though no other coach is going to pay me. Hey, uh, I really might not go back to the NFL, but I might. So pay me a lot of money. Maybe his agent got in his ear and said, like, this is the way we play this in 2022. Hell, there's some places that have streaming services. Maybe ESPN Plus picks them up or Amazon Plus or somebody else just says, you know what? Just hang out in the studio. We'll call you when we need you. NFL Network. Bunch of places. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I'm finishing an order. Ooh. The Elevation 10K while we... <laughs> That's okay. Why don't, you, why don't you do this? While you're finishing your order, we've talked about Lillian David Fine Jewelers. We've talked about Mohawk, Jared Lozier, all those good people. Reminder, leave a review and a rating on Apple, Spotify, as you're listening on our audio side. We're about ready for Q&A to end the day. So I'll do this. I'll do some of the ones from earlier in the week. Uh, these are going to annoy you, but I'll still do it anyways. Uh, our guy Bobby Trossett, shout out to Bobby Trossett. He posted a list that are also our friend from Godzilla Media. Taylor Lattimore shared with me. ESPN has shared its top, oh, God, I didn't read this, top 10 power rankings. <laughs> yeah, power rankings, your favorite, guys. What is it? For what? For season. Upsend power rankings. This All right. Season. Okay. Uh, I'm oh, wait. You know them. I, I, I kind of looked. I kind of looked. Do it I'll do it. I I'll do it. You're better. You're going you're gonna to judge them. All right. So I got just the top 10. Top 10. How do you want me to? How do you one want me to break 10. it? One through 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I looked over. I saw the Bills were number one. Woohoo. I saw the Bills were number one. So you know what? I won't do the sound effect for all of them. It'll be heartless. Uh, Rams two. Yep. Chiefs three. Chiefs are four. Chargers. Chargers are seven. Who's third? The Buccaneers. Boom. All right. So your top four is already set. You've got five, six, eight, nine, ten. Uh, 
Uh, Packers will probably be towards the five. 10. That's five, Whoa, really? I thought they'd be farther down. Three to go. Four uh, to go. Four to go. I'm sorry. Oh, four to God. Go. So, the Cowboys? Cowboys are eight. Three to go, LeVac. Oh, there's so much pressure. You want a clue? Let me see. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. And you can see if you're watching a Tech East Fire and Water Restorations Facebook page, you see I'm looking forward. I'm not looking at the computer. I'm thinking, and I'm also stalling. Uh, I'll give you a clue if you want one. All right, yeah, go ahead. Two of the three teams played in conference title games last season. All right, so you, you the, 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 wow. Two of the three teams played in conference title games last the, season. The Bills, Chiefs, Titans. No. Titan, who did the Titans lose to? Who does number two work for? Uh, didn't they? Did, Oh, the the Bungles. That's right. The Bungles, the Bungles. are wow. six. How bad is that that they played in the Super Bowl and I wasn't even thinking of <laughs> that? leading in the Super Bowl. That's yeah, right. And they're six. I mean, oh, wow. They're, um, they're the third best team in the AFC. And then who did the Rams beat in the NFC title game? That was a, it was Green Bay, wasn't it? Uh, no. Green no. Bay. Shoot. Lost to this team. That's the Niners. Oh, yeah. I've, the Niners are that weird team, though. Because like you think about like the way they're built. Not a lot of teams could could win the way they're built. Now take away what makes them even like special on offense. Debo Samuel, right? <laughs> and and they're still and they're still a top ten in a lot of people's eyes. And uh, Bobby Trost had shared the list, so that should be a big hit for ten. Yeah. Uh, so the Ravens. Yep. He. They, I mean, they had they had an amazing draft. They always have an amazing draft. That's why, like every year, there's an offensive lineman or somebody like, there's no way they can part with that guy, and they part with him every year, and then it's like a year later, you're like, well, this one, I mean it this time. They shouldn't be able to part with that, and they do, and they're fine. And immediately after I shared that tweet that Taylor shared from Bobby, within 20 minutes, our pal Brian the Closer Mariano wrote, "Guys, what's your Mount Rushmore of top 10 <laughs> power rankings?" Very funny closer. Uh, Very funny. Hate it. Hate I just it. liked it. I didn't respond. It. I got another one here. Okay. This was submitted another Godzilla Media. Brian Katie. I think you're tagged in this one. Is, this, is this? Are we doing this? Like, all right. So we're yeah, just going to jump in. in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might have responded to this one, Levesque. I might have missed right. your response. Yes, I did. Uh, question I did. my fellow member blah, 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 blah. of Godzilla Media. With the current mindset, Aaron Boone seems to have for the bullpen. Is our role as Chapman becoming a legit trade piece for New York around the deadline? Uh, I think. I think the question is. The, the question becomes who wants him like because i he 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 had a 0.0 era and i still scared the hell out of me he there's something he is so good when he and you hear susan say it every every game john if he just drops it down a couple miles per hour it's control is so good but he wants to go out there and he wants to still be you know the, the cuban missile crisis he wants to be the guy who's throwing the ball 103 miles per hour and just knocking people back off of the of the plate He's not that anymore. He he's not that guy. So if he would like relax and like just pitch instead of like throwing fireballs, I would love him. But I don't know. I I'm I'm down if they trade him for the right package. It's hard for me to wrap my head around a really good team in the Yankees. Oh, you're an Orioles fan, of course. It's hard for you to figure out a really good team. Which one do you want? No, 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 no. no, no. I don't remember. There it is. That was, that was a deep punch. I wasn't yeah. ready for it. Came yeah. right in the chest. I was going to go down and yeah. tip out. Um, Just like Buck Showalter having one of the best records in baseball this year. Hurtful. <laughs> what I was going to say, it's hard for my head to wrap around the fact that if you're a really good team to trade a closer, even yeah. if he's not being used the way that Boone and the other Yankee fans, 100 miles an hour, mm. impact at the end of the game, you're going to say, you know what? We're going to have another team. But John, him. he's better when he throws at 94. But who are you going to trade to? The Angels? 
Hey, I no, got an idea. Have, we want yeah. another bat. So we're going to send another contender who needs a closer, our pitcher who might use him against us in the playoffs. Yeah, he'd have to he'd have to go to the NL. You couldn't yeah. you couldn't let him you couldn't let him stay in the AL. So if he goes to the NL, so the NL is going to give you what? A bat? So if the NL gives you Well, you you go youngsters. You go like three other pieces. Uh, like a lefty specialist and a couple other pieces. You know what? If it was 2000, no. Okay, here's the point, right? Like the NL has a DH now. Yeah. So like that's another huge part of that because you could have sent him a young bat, but at some point that young bat might be in the NL. So I'm gonna go. I sent a weird TI meme back to him and it really confused him. And now thinking about it more, <laughs> uh, I would go no. I would not trade Chapman. Yeah, I think you you bring up a good point. You you don't give up great bullpen arms, even if you end up like squeaking them in the eighth here and there, and the ninth, and you know moving them around a little bit. You don't give them up. You're right. You're right, guys. You're right. But what can I get? Because I'm down. He, it doesn't matter how well he's actually performing. Like there was a point in Marion Rivera's career where you knew he was going to put two guys on base with a one run lead before he was going to strike out the side. You just knew it. It was just like, okay, you're, you know, you're hanging out, you know, you're at the bar, you're, you know, CDs or, or, you know, the Partridge pub, you're throwing back a couple cold ones with your friends watching the Yankees play. And then Mariana comes in. Everybody's like, why aren't you watching? Are there two on, are there two on yet? Are the runners on the corners? No. Runners in the corners now, Jeff. Okay, here, I'll watch it. He's going to strike out the side. He's going to break two bats. Right. But, like, you knew he was right. Nobody on base with, like, a three-run lead, and I'm still sitting there going, Chad is going to blow this. I don't know how he's going to blow it. He's gonna, and and he, he, he didn't give a run for, like, the first month of the season, and I still am just convinced he's going to blow it. Convinced every time. Tom Gross noted something. Very good. Okay. Someone's right. probably yelling at uh, 11th best the, chances the best, for the Knicks. The best TG. 11th best. On I this said, show, I Tom said Gross. 13th. I said 13th. The 11th. Best, Thank you. Best TG on this show, Tom no, Gross. No, I don't think so. Although I do like Tom Gross. Old Grozzy Bear. That's what we call him. Uh, <laughs> That's what we call him. Old Bear. Tom Gross. <laughs> Who do you see getting through the conference finals in the NBA? Go, Empire. Uh, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, Boston, uh, Golden State. I'm chalk it up. Yeah, I'm with that as well. Although the Heat, uh, uh, Taylor Lattimore, huge Heat fan. Casey on Twitter, huge Heat fan. Those guys can continue to send me when you're going to give Heat credit or love. Probably never. Uh, we covered it That's earlier it. about Jimmy Butler. I just Boston's played better, and Golden State can outshoot Dallas. So I'll take those two things. I noticed inside the walls vanished. I forgot. I hooked him up with an interview with uh, Sammy Supernova, Castronova. Um, oh, so a little podcast battle, yeah, yeah. huh, Mr. Uh, Castronova? He said Shark Tank. They taped. They, they posted later. Oh, okay. um, we're, they're not. They're afraid to go live. They're not cool like us. Uh, he said Shark Tank forever. See, I'm telling you, they're laughing at us, Albany. They're laughing at us in Jacksonville because they've had a better showing. They've been out more. That's it. Challenge accepted. And then, and then Ryan McCarthy, not to be outdone. More like baby shark tank. I <laughs> <laughs> got him, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're going to be a part of the pregame show, Ryan McCarthy, for zingers like that. Philly Wish, what's your favorite kind of sandwich? I love me a good Reuben. Um, <laughs> no, that's the other station that does that type of content. Willie Fish. You don't have a favorite sandwich? If you're looking for 19-year-old meth dealers, you. that's on the other sports alleged I gotta talk station. I'm going to be honest with you. Price Chopper? Was it Market whatever, 32 or something, whatever the hell it's called? The subs they make in there? Change your life. Change your, they make some good subs. I see a lot of meat. Yeah. A lot of meat on that. You're boat. not worried about wild animals running through and need a new site to... I knew what Willie Fish <laughs> was trying to do, and I took the bait, and I hope you got what you I, wanted. Rubens are good, too, though. You ever heard of Rachel? 
Turkey Rachel? I never had a Rachel until I moved out to Albany. I had my first two Mo- years uh, ago. Maurice is right oh, across the street. Oh, my goodness. Great I, Rachel. I thought it was an individual uh, sandwich to the sub place I go to, and I found out it is not. It's <laughs> multiple places. I did. I'm the very first time I had it, I was like, oh, wow, they made a sandwich after that friend show. Friend oh, show. Yeah, 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 me too. That's, thought the same thing. That's good. Oh, I could go for a Rachel right now. I'm freaking starving. Uh, anything else? What are, what are the other questions? Uh, I anything? thought there was another one in there from Willie Fish, but maybe it was not. Was it? Um, Oh, uh, the WWE stuff, the Sasha oh. Banks, Naomi stuff. What do you, yeah. what do you make of that? Well, I find it very fascinating. I think it's interesting that people look to wrestling for like complete social commentary, like, <laughs> like, like Sasha Banks and Naomi. If you didn't see it, they didn't like the way the story was playing out. They and they, they all they probably have good reason to think it. They're tag teams and whatever. So they walked out. They left the tag team belts with uh, Laurinaitis and they left. And you know. Okay, didn't happen on camera, so Corey Graves goes out and tells everybody that they were completely unprofessional and walked out. So I I then look at Twitter because I didn't see it happen. I wasn't I wasn't watching the wrestling, um, and I look at Twitter and it's like the WWE is racist and sexist and this that and and I'm like they're going on like Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon tries to pretend he's a good person, but they put a target on two two women of colors. But and I'm like. Well, like what the hell did they do so then I go look at it and it's like oh so you're comparing this to brock lesnar throwing the belt at, at mcmahon and then charlotte flair dropped the belt or something yeah, they didn't exchange that was super awkward a couple of years yeah. ago right but by the way both those things caught on camera so they were able to use it as a spin this happened off camera so the only way they can spin this is to is to do a story like this so it's like i get it but even if it was like completely racist and sexist it's pro wrestling what did you think you were gonna find here like i don't think like you're gonna go to mcmahon's house and think there's not steroids sitting on a table for you to shoot up with when you come in the door come on what do you got your mind i found this out as i got older there are two types of wrestling fans there are just a wrestling fan that no matter what happens on the television screen in front of them they believe everything like kayfabe which actually is like the storylines is like <laughs> it's real to me yeah there's one wrestling fan that's just that brian katie and then there's a second wrestling fan that cares about the internet stuff like the drama of this um, oh they like the, sto- the story yeah. yeah so like when wcw and, and wwf at the time were having like the rivalry the monday night wars i was young enough to understand how cool yeah, it was that was but, more fun but i wasn't like behind like who was going to jump where and who was going to debut like i was just too young to understand that part of it the first time I ever understood, like, okay, there's something beyond this was when Stone Cold did this. Stone Cold, I don't know if people remember this, like, he was supposed to lose on a random Monday Night Raw to Brock Lesnar, and he said no and left. <laughs> like, it was right around when, like, they changed from the WWF to the WWE, so they said, like, in the promos, like, Stone Cold, get the F out. Like, you know, like, <laughs> an easy way to do it. But I wondered, after this happened, that I did think it was real. Because the WWE put out a statement quickly. Right. Because they could have easily. Oh, no, I think it was real. I do. I, I think it really happened the way. But, again, you've seen this happen before. You've watched enough of this crap. It, it can become a work. Oh, yeah. Like, like, now, because they did it this way, now you have one of two ways to go. You just let, cut them loose, get them, or, or make them sit out their contract or whatever you want to do. Or you now bring them back as the bad girls. Like, they they don't care. Yeah. They know their value. And you turn them into complete faces for all the people who are like, WWE is racist and sexist. WWE cares about one color, and that's green. It's the only color Vince McMahon cares about is money. And as far as like, sexist and everything else goes, I, yeah, I'm not. I, that shocks someone? 
The, like half these girls are running around. And, he did a thing where a woman was supposed to kiss his ass literally in the middle of the ring, took his pants down. Okay. Like you, all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's sexist. Oh no, I can't believe it. The guy who runs the spandex Olympics is sexist. Companies have changed the ways in which they do things now, especially billion dollar companies. And what I mean right. by that is, okay, here's what could have happened. Here's what easily could have happened. Okay. That whole thing goes down. Sasha, Naomi leave. Let's say someone gets the scoop. They put it out there. Okay. Sasha and Naomi, whether they're in real characters or they're themselves, however you want to present this, they could get out the narrative, what happened before the WWE could. So what the WWE said is like, no, no, no. They're not going to go on a podcast. They're not going to go on social media. They're not going to put out a statement. We're going to get there first. So whatever they say next, we've already put our stuff out there. We're not going to (laughs) respond. We're going to be proactive. Going on the attack. Rather than reactive. Because what's happened now, and this is whether you say this is a good thing or a bad thing. It depends on how you view it. Whether it's entertaining. I think that's a definite yes. That when a wrestler gets cut from the WWE, usually the WWE (sighs) just says, we wish you well in your future endeavors and never talks about them again. While now every wrestler can hop on a podcast or social media and say, here's what happened. And it gets views and it clicks and moves on their career. Hell, that can happen for podcast hosts who worked in sports before where they can just go on and talk about the truth of what happened and everything else yeah, I mean, or mostly the truth or athletes and everything well, else like so exaggerated. what's happened now is that anybody can go out there and say their side of what's happened right. in the story the right. power of social media and the wwe said no 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 no. we have the power right. we're a billion dollar company we'll say what we want to say about what really happened in our eyes well and it, there's also that group that it doesn't matter like you said there's a bunch of the, that'll defend Vince and everything to to the death. There's also a group out there that thinks he's he's evil, no matter what he does. Like you, you send out a picture of him like rescuing kittens from a tornado while feeding the homeless, and they'd be like, "Yeah, he only did that because he tried to sell tickets to that homeless bird." Like you know, like, it's like it doesn't. Don't matter. see any dogs in right. that photo, right? Oh, saving them. Vince McMahon hates dogs. Uh, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. I, they're not going anywhere. He's not letting Sasha Banks leave. He might let Naomi leave. Yeah, I don't know. How bad, is that? How bad is that going to be when that happens? <laughs> Naomi backs up Sasha from the way this is told, walks with her, and then she's going to be the one who doesn't end up with a job when it's all yeah. over. Yeah, you know what they also could do, too, is they could be like, hey, uh, you know those tag team championships we had and the Twitter's all in uproar about? What if we just retire it? Like, enough. Right. We're good. This was hard enough to figure out to begin with. They're still trending, by the way. That's the number one trending topic in sports for the last 20 hours. Is mm-hmm. Sasha and Naomi. So that's oh. the biggest story in sports if you want to lump that in with it. Yeah, sports. Sports with a Z is what that and is. And a T. No. Available on Godzilla that's, Media. That's a terrible, terrible show. Terrible show. Uh, all right. What are we? So Saturday? Saturday. You're doing your show? 30 to 5 is the Albany Empire pregame show with Levac and Gaz. I think I want to add with the preview this week. Dot, dot, dot. Levac and Gaz! Exclamation point. Mm. You're going to be on for as long you as you do like mine in lowercase and yours in capitals? I don't know how to, that, I don't know how that? How to do that. That you're gonna do. You don't know how to do lowercase and capitals. <laughs> I had to rebuild a computer this week. I, like I looked up online how to how to reinstall a hard drive on a computer. You can't use lowercase and capitals. Live from MVP <laughs> Arena, three thirty to five for the pregame show. Seven <sighs> o'clock game. Come on, support the Empire, Jacksonville. You stink. Yeah. There's the professional yes. broadcaster closing out. Tank. The Shark Tank. Uh, yeah, don't forget to get your tickets. 518-714-2200, extension 101, and also at Albany Empire at AL.com. Military ID, in for free. How you doing? And also kids 12 and under. Two, you can get up to two free tickets per paid adult. We we need to have some chaperonage going on in the building. That'd be that'd be great. Everybody have a great one. Look forward to seeing you at the game. And uh some advice to leave on. Don't work for a guy that looks like vanilla sugar night.